welcome to Better Marriage Daily or BMD, like we like to say. I'm Sean. And I'm V. And we are here to help show you tips that may help you have a better marriage daily by loving each other in spite of each other. Yes. Yes, book coming soon. Yes. <laughs> Once they, you said she said, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, soon, maybe. Possibly, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah. So, so this is the po- this is the podcast and a, and a video, a vlog, a blog, mm-hmm. or whatever, where we talk about things that matter to people who are married. You want to be married? If you you know thinking about being married, if you um divorced, if you're and want to be married again, um, if you are single wanting to be married, or if you're you know whatever. Anything dealing with wanting to be coupled up with another person uh, for the rest of your life. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> really, bro? <laughs> like that? It's like that? It's all good. Okay. You know, we, we you know, have to let people know and let them know that, you know, this, this is work. It's, it's beautiful, but uh, it, it's work. Huh, you you think? know? Oh, yeah. It's, it's work. It, it's, you know, two people bringing in their, you know, um, like bringing in their, their worlds, their worlds are, are in a lot of ways, your worlds, they clash. You're bringing in each, yeah. each other's bringing in yeah. each other's ism. Mm-hmm. The ism, like mm-hmm. I have, like, like there's racism and sexism, mm-hmm. ageism. Well, yeah. we can say, uh, cleanism. Yes. <laughs> Tosseldism, uh, talkism. Not talkism. Not talk. <laughs> yeah. Oh. All of that, right? All of that. All of that. All of that. Mm-hmm. All of that, y'all. So we're, we're really excited about it. We want to we want to send a shout out uh, before you see the commercial later. I want to send a shout out to uh, Drums Earwear, sponsor for this uh, this podcast. We thank you. Uh, it's formed by a woman named Dr. J. Thank you, Dr. Uh, J. Yep, yep. These things sound amazing. Mm-hmm. And you'll see the commercial later. Shout yeah. out to Dr. J. Um. We are here in the south, and and it gets, it gets, it gets cold, and when it gets cold here, it gets wet cold in right. in, in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. So it's like just imagine an ice bath. So going to Boston and Philadelphia and Kansas City where we were the other day, it'll get cold, but it's a cold you can manage. You know, if you got the right outerwear, exactly the right outerwear. And yes. on that, and on that note, it's not even on the topic, but since since it came yeah, up, yeah, yeah, we know we need to <laughs> wives, 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 or, or, or spouses who uh, who are um, on the frugal side or, mm-hmm. or on the on the just think you got it down pat side. Listen, listen. <laughs> if your spouse is really like really passionate about doing something that's going to help you and bless you. Mm. Let them. Let them. Let them. Yes. Let them. Yeah, because we were, we mm-hmm. were, we went to the, like we talked about, we went to the game in Kansas City, Kansas City Buffalo Bills game. And we were there and I was like, hey, I said, uh, you know, I had it on my mind. I, I, I need cold gear. So I was like, we, we don't get it where it gets cold because, you know, they got it, you know, versus trying Definitely. to get something down here that's made for hunting. Right. <laughs> Which is the same oh. thing. <laughs> But it ain't really the same thing. It's not. You know, to get the warmest stuff down here, it's going to be hunting. You know? Right. And so right. 
So I was like, you know, okay. I, I said, I, I had it in my mind. I was like, I'm going to bless her. We're going on a trip. I'm going to bless her. I'm going to get her some new shoes. I'm going to get her a new jacket. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to tight, tight. Get there. I said, okay, baby, look, let's go. Look, it's the North Face store. It's the North Face store. We go in there. I find the jacket. And then we hit a sale. When does North Face have a sale? When? I mean, when I told somebody yeah, I got it on sale, they were like, what? A North Face sale. And I'm not advertising North Face. But if you see this North Face, I will tag you in this episode. If you right. see this, uh, you know, I'll let your boy. Mm-hmm. So we went to the North Face store. I found my jacket, you know, got it. It's super duper warm. I said, okay, we're going to be good. We're going to be good. I said, babe, get your jacket. I got a jacket. Do you have one like this? No, no I, I don't. Be good. I'll be all right. But I'll, I'll be good. Didn't want to get a jacket. So we, we cleaned up. We cleaned, walked out of that store. Then we go to Moose, what? Moose, what? Moose Claw? Moose Claw. Yeah. Moose we, go to, claw. we go to Moose Claw, mm-hmm. right? We go to Moose Claw and I'm in there. And so I'm looking for socks. I'm looking for socks because I, I want to make sure my feet are going to be cool because I couldn't find shoes because the shoes in North Face only went up to size 12. Mm-hmm. You don't need to fix that North Face. Yes. Only one, you know, and, but anyway, I found there was one really big shoe in there, but it wasn't the one I wanted. So anyway, mm-hmm. so I couldn't find shoes. I'm like, well, as long as I got something to protect my shoes, my leather shoes is not, you know, will be good, right? So I got the underliner and the sock. And I say, babe. They got socks over there. No, I already got some socks. I brought from the house. It's going to be cool. I, mean, I said, babe, but, but they, they, go check. No, I'm good. Okay, well, let's go look at these coats. I don't need no coat. Just look. It's going to be cold. <laughs> We're going to be sitting in a bowl. It's going to be cold. Ooh, okay. Okay. So we looked. Now, the one at North Face, it, it was really cool, and it kind of it's kind of long. It made me look boxy. <laughs> <laughs> I did say that. It made me I look. Did, I said, it, made me, it wasn't a good look for me. I was like, okay. But it wasn't it, a good look. But when it's cold, like I said, but you know what? You're, okay, cool. So now we in there. We in North, We in Moose Claw and put one on. It's kind of looked like the one at North. I don't like this. I said, mm-hmm. what about that one? Finally find her a jacket. Finally. Find her one, right? It's got the layers. It's, got, mm-hmm. it's, it's good to go. Nice. Real Killing, nice. Right? Mm-hmm. So then I go, babe, check them socks out. No, I'm like, good. no, I have socks. You bought you brought <laughs> you bought socks for me before we left here. But what I did not not know is that I could not wear the socks with the boots that I brought, the riding boots that I brought. Yes, they would have been too tight. Yes, she bought riding boots. Yes. And I'm trying to buy her cold weather boots. Epic fail on my part. <laughs> <laughs> so fast forward to uh, us getting to our destination. We get there. And we're there and everything's all fine and dandy. Well, we mm, all nice and cozy. Mm, gloves. We got gloves, everything. We, oh, yes. we, we ready, right? We ready. look we look nothing like the people from there. No, we kind of do. We don't. And so halfway in, we're halfway in. Halfway in. And um, tell them about it. <laughs> I start to feel tingling in my toes <laughs> the baby toe and the one Not next the baby to toe. it <laughs> I start feeling tingling and I was like oh man what is that so I'm trying to move my toes and my boots and everything and then all of a sudden he looks down and I have the boot off one of the boots off in this cold weather because I'm trying to massage my toes my toes are like frozen 
they're frozen. And I'm like, oh my God. But at first I thought that the shoes were too tight for the socks that I brought, even the and, other and, pair of and socks that I was had. The problem. You you had this you didn't have you, I didn't this, have the proper you didn't have the proper socks, socks on. So no. now that you don't have the proper socks no. and it's not even the proper shoe. No. But now you went in and it's cutting off the circulation. Yes. <laughs> literally. It's cutting off the circulation. Cutting off the baby toe. And it's cutting cold. Out the circulation. And once I stood, I realized when when we we got up and we went um to use the restroom, when I started to walk, it felt better. But it was sitting in in the stands. And that wind. At a when the once the sun went down, that oh, wind was oh my god, it was so cold, it was cold, and you know it was cold, but I was warm everywhere, everywhere. But so if she wouldn't toes, have had that jacket, if she wouldn't oh listen, if goodness. I wouldn't have pushed and pushed and pushed on that jacket, well, what mm-hmm. we'd have been talking about, we'd have been talking about, I was freezing mm-hmm. and. And, and my feet was, and was my, dying. Yes, <laughs> my, yes. About to catch, uh, about to catch <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> me at a toe. Hypothermia at a toe because she didn't want to listen. It was crazy. But, <laughs> but then I realized later that when we went to um, Colorado mm-hmm. and we went uh, snowmobiling, yeah. I had the proper socks on and I had different boots. Yeah, you had you had shoes that were ready yeah, for cold. Yeah, I had different boots. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was an epic fail. And, and, and I see, made it through, though. But yeah, you I, I was like, girl, why because, didn't you listen to your Because tell them, tell them what y'all going to do. Same thing the men going to do. What? You're not going to let me see that you was right. <laughs> <laughs> not at the moment, no, but... <laughs> You all right, baby? I, I was oh, no, trying fine. to get through it. I was fine. I'm just, no. I'm like, man, I'm just I feel like my, my toes are just, and on, on both feet. I'm just That was crazy. Just those toes. I didn't understand it. It was just those toes. I'm just airing it out. And I was like, girl, your husband, in my mind while I'm sitting there, you know, <laughs> just having my, my toes, they were doing their own, you know, just doing stuff that I, I haven't experienced before. <laughs> And I was like, you see, he was trying, trying to bless you, trying to get you to, you know, to get, he's trying to buy you things that was going to help you in these conditions. And you didn't want to listen. So I had to take my lick. I was okay. I had to take my lick. I had to take my lick. But look, it's one thing I know about my wife. She don't like what? To be cold. I don't like to be cold. I hate it. I hate it. So I'm just like, man, I want to make you toasty, nice, warm, and toasty. And I was. No, you wasn't. From my head. No, I was toasty from my head. To your ankles. <laughs> to my ankles. I didn't have any problems other than that. Yeah, other than that. I mean, I couldn't walk, but I was fine. No, I couldn't. Oh, man, it was crazy. <laughs> uh, you live and you learn. You live and learn. You, know, you do. You, you live, live and you learn. learn. You know. Okay, so um, you were saying before we started recording, because, you know, we, we like to do these things, and I, I, I believe that whenever we do these things through our conversation, issues are going to be brought up that we can show you how we do, because we've been married for 22, going on 23 years. Yes. And um, just to be, be fully transparent, that's been a marriage in which there's been no infidelity, and there's been much struggle. Much. <laughs> much, much struggle. struggle. 
but infidelity is not one that we've had to deal with. Right. So the only thing we can tell you throughout this pod, the, the life of this podcast mm-hmm. is how is what we've done not to cheat. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that that's the information you'll be getting to us on that. But I believe that the rest of the information we're giving you is going to be the information that if you apply it, will get you to the point where you want to, will get you away from the point where cheating is even an option. Right. How about that? So we were talking earlier, you were saying that you wanted to, um, you wanted to do something. You want to talk about something? Yes. Um, I wanted to talk about the game that was played the other day. Oh yeah. That was introduced to us on Sunday. And, um, while I was just, you know, I didn't play the game, so I was in and out. But I was hearing just certain things, you yeah. know, people sitting in the hot seat and, you know, they were being asked questions. And um, I gave I gave an answer, but then I told him, don't worry about me. I'm I'm good. I don't want to play. What was the question? You what was the question? <laughs> it, it, was, it, it was about. Well, tell um, them what the game was. Well, that, that was the thing. I didn't I didn't get the clear. Okay, it wasn't so clear to me exactly what it was because I didn't found, play. I was in the middle of doing things. So we just found another yeah. another point. Yeah. Um. She didn't know exact every detail, right. and because she didn't know every detail, I didn't want to play. Mm-hmm. I did not want to play. And but that is how. That's me. Yep. That is totally me. If I don't have all the details, I don't want to be involved. I don't want to play the game. I don't want to. You know, whatever it is, I don't want to do it. Okay, so you do, know? You, do you know what the game was about now? No, not really. I just heard answers. So why do you want to talk? Because of the answers because, you heard? Is what yes, about? For, okay. yes, okay. absolutely. So the the game was, I, I think it started because um, my cousin that was here, uh, his two kids, they were, they were kind of being, they were kind of being like um, whatever generation they are, Gen mm-hmm. Z or something like that, whatever their generation is, X, Z. Is behind us. <laughs> they're, okay, well, y- y'all tell. Is they're twenty and, and eighteen, so whatever that generation is, and um, they were were wanting to relate, wanting their parents to relate to them on a very twenty twenty three level, on, on in areas that we as parents, the the parents that we are, we ain't trying to do that. No, we ain't trying to do that. We we not giving you. You know, we, no, we're, we're going to, we're, and it's, again, we don't want, we don't want letters. We don't want anything. This is the mm-hmm. way, the way we roll. Right. And the way everybody at the table rolled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're mm-hmm. like, no, you know. You, because we were a different, we are just a different generation. Right. We, we, yeah. we have to bail you out and we're having to bail you out and we're, we've taught you well and you've learned that. But if we wouldn't have taught you well and just let you fumble your way through, you know, we're, we're our whole thing is to help you avoid pitfalls. Mm-hmm. That's it. And then, uh, but anyway, it had started for whatever reason that they had between them and my cousin Harold had the great idea of we're going to create a game called Back in the Day versus Today. That's what it was. Okay. So we're going to have the elders, mm-hmm. you know, so we're going to add, he was going to, he was the moderator. He was asking a question. Mm-hmm. He was asking questions to each person that got in the hot seat about how they did, how it was when mm-hmm. they were coming up. This is that day. Now, yeah. That being said, I I don't know for some reason, my answer. What was the I, question? I, I it wasn't it it the question was what would you want your what would you want your parents to 
say or do um, if um, not, it wasn't like, what would they, what would they do differently? But things that you wish they would have known, it was something like that. Things that you wish your parents would have, would have known or would have said when you were getting older, you know, or, or when you were younger. Okay. Okay. And so the answer that I gave him, uh, I just gave it to him and I really didn't put that much thought into it. But once the game started, as I was walking around here being be being busy, ear hustling, ear hustling, um, I said to myself, I said, I wish that my parents would have told me that making mis- that you can recover once you've made a mistake. That mm-hmm. when you make a mistake, it you have time to um, make a better life for yourself. You have time to fix it. You know, just because you made a mistake doesn't mean that your life is over. You know? And so while listening to everybody else, and everybody had, you know, great, great, you know, uh, stories and things like that, we learned a whole lot that night. But that was one of the things because... And I know, too, from that generation, they didn't see that people could make a mistake and then recover. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's kind of like, why once I made, made, you feel like I've made a mistake, and, and I did, but why? Well, well, why don't you share what, what, at your tender age of 18, you thought was a mistake that we now know was not a mistake. It was just something that happened. How you responded to it determined whether it was a mistake. Or not, right. I think. That's right. what I'm vaping right. on. Um, it was uh, getting uh, pregnant um, at 18. And I felt um, that they thought that my life was over. It was going to be over, that I, I would just, you know, be swallowed up. And, you know, have, you know, baby after baby, all that stuff. Um, probably because of what they had seen. <laughs> you oh, yeah, know? no, no. You, you learn from successful you know, failures. Yeah, They're yeah, all over the place. Yeah. And so. We love, we love the babies. Right. We love the babies. Right, right. But, you know, at some point, you know, it's like you, if you're struggling, mm-hmm. I, I, it just seems like some people love to struggle. Yeah. Because, because your actions say that you right. love to struggle. Right, right. Because right. if you don't have enough money and mm-hmm. resources and, mm-hmm. and 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 enough of a tribe to help you take care of right and in, in, in a in a comfortable manner, mm-hmm. but you're still making new mm-hmm. problems, you know, or make not we not call them problems. You don't call no, them baby no, problems. No. You're still making new situations, situations. that require that set you back right. even further to stretch all of your resources. Then at some point that that there's a mm-hmm. there's something not clicking up here that you know, right. that you need to change something. Right, right. Do something different. Change right. It. Um, so that was that I it made I didn't even it just came to me. I was like, whoa, this is what I wish they would have known. Not even said, but known that you can recover from a mistake or life taking you in a different direction, taking you down a path 
that that they didn't want for you so early. Oh, you, you can. You know re- what I'm saying. You can recover from something you chose to do. Right. Setting you. Setting you. That's and, right. And giving giving you options that you didn't need at the time. Yeah. And now have to decide about. It. Right. Yeah. Right. And so my whole thing was, and it just brought back a whole lot of you know memories and things like that. But what I did was. I showed them that I was that I was different. Yes, I did this. Yes, um, the the family dynamic dynamic changed um, in the home. I was the oldest, and then I was the oldest. So it just really the made it bad. The oldest of of four girls, four girls, and I had three other sisters behind behind me. So you're the example. Yes, I was the example. So I did all that I could to show them, you know, that I wasn't going to be a statistic living on, you know, living on the government and all that stuff. So um, back up, back up for a second. So no, 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 not from the microphone. (laughs) Back up a little bit. So you've made your choice. Mm -hmm. Now you find out, okay, we're. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The relationship you were in, mm-hmm. was it over or still going? It was over. So mm-hmm. all you young people watching mm-hmm. this, the people who aren't married mm-hmm. watching this, um, if, you know, yes, those, those, those babies that result of that relationship that's over are going to be a blessing. That, that's totally. Oh, yeah, no matter what. They're going to be mm-hmm. a blessing. We, mm-hmm. we love, we love. Definitely. Them. You know, because we both have similar stories. Mm-hmm. Choo-choo-choo. Yeah. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> those babies are blessings. But um, once once you find that out, right, now the dynamic in your house changed. Oh, so, definitely. So you went from daddy's number one girl to now daddy's kind of looking at you kind of side side. Mm, everybody. <laughs> but, but, for, yes. but for daddy's girl. Yes, yes. But for yes. daddy's girl. Yes. And I and and you know, you I became the disappointment. You know, nothing they you did. Thought. I thought they didn't tell me that, but I know that I was a disappointment to them. So I had to try to um, figure it out. And I, I did. I didn't want to be, I was already a statistic as a teenager. So I didn't want to, you know, just, just make that worse. You know, I didn't want to, you know, I wasn't going to live on, you know, on, on the government, wasn't going to do all that. So I figured it out. You know, went to had had my son went to uh, college. You know, did what I had to do. Then finally, I got into the um, academy um, at the university and went through Corrections Academy. And I started my I got the job at the sheriff's department and started started my career. And um, so your response yeah. to the choice that you made was yeah. bump that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we gonna win. Yeah, I'm gonna win. I'm going to win and I'm going to show all of y'all, you know? So that's a fighter. So, so oh, the, yeah. your, your fight or flight response mm-hmm. was put them mm-hmm. up, put them up. Mm-hmm. Hey world. Um, yeah. Let's go. Exactly. Right. So, yo, so, yeah. so you did that. You mm-hmm. did that. You, you, you went, you went to the school, you got your career. Mm-hmm. And from that point on, you weren't on assistance. No. And from that point on, you were the example Mm-hmm. For your little sisters, right? 
that if if anything like this does happen to to you guys and i think um i think at the end of it they were really really um proud of what i had accomplished you know my parents all that they were they were very very proud of what i what i accomplished mm-hmm. you know um with with their help because you know they were my support system but um I had to, I had to redeem myself. Yeah. To, 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 to them, you know, to me, you know, um, and I had my mind made up, you know, um, I wasn't going to live like what I saw because I had cousins. I had, you know, um, friends, friends. I had, um, you know, close relatives, aunt, you know, and I wasn't going to, no, Mm-mm. no, I wasn't. I and on, wasn't and on the flip that. side of that, you know, not not only were you you're not going to have ha- keep having kids because it's a simple fix. Oh yes, <laughs> it's a yes. simple fix because most of them, well, I'm not going to say most. Yeah, some of them only had one child. Yeah, y'all were all they on were, the same yeah, page. Yeah, we were y'all all like, on the same ah, page. Got yeah, me. only had one child. Yeah, and uh, then some had a couple. You know three mm-hmm. um but yeah that that was my thing so um I know at the time that they didn't they didn't know all you know they didn't know my parents didn't know that that would not ruin my life and I, I know where it came from it came from a place of fear that they had that they had mm-hmm. you know um I know where it came from. You know, for years I was, you know, I was kind of upset about that, you know, a lot of things. But I know because now, you know, I'm a I'm a parent and I get it now. Once you you grow and you get, you know, mature and live life some, you start to understand things from from, you know, their perspective. Yeah. Oh, for you sure. Know. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't all yeah. it wasn't all hype. Mm-mm. It wasn't all hype. Yeah. It, it was rooted in truth. Absolutely. No, but I think I think what the generation before us, and again, we're we're you know we're in our mid to late fifties. Mm-hmm. I'm mid. She's late. late. <laughs> yeah, I got me a coat. Yeah, yeah, got me a coat. It ain't really a cool guy. Four no, years, y'all. No, it's, 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 not. it's okay. But I I like to joke about it. He does. I got I got it. You know, and I love it. Oh, come because on, no, because no one can tell me that I look like I'm 59. <laughs> she ain't 50. See that? And look, she she's so hyped by the way I'm she looked. I'm 58, about to be 59. She's so hyped by the way she looked that she add the next year before That's the year. That's right around the corner. Yeah. It's right around the corner. Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so yes, so mm-hmm. yes. Um, but yeah, they 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 had they are a different generation. So our generation grew up with our parents being really fearful for us. Um, not messing up our lives mm-hmm. at a young age. Like they would say, mess up your life. Mess up your life, Because yeah. what, well, you know, for me, at 24, I was later whenever I, uh, when I had Sean, little Sean. Um, but for me, it was a thing. I, I'm not the, I'm not the uh, let the woman figure it out type of person. You know, so whenever I found out, you know, that she was pregnant, it was again, the relationship was pretty much over. And I find out she's pregnant, and I'm like, "Wow, okay, okay, cool." She said, well, "What you gonna do?" I said, "Well, I'm gonna do same what I said I was gonna do the first fifty times you asked me what I would do if you got pregnant. <laughs> Take care of my child, help raise my child, be there for my child, 
you know, make sure my child understands he's loved, mm-hmm. you know? And, and so that's what I did. And uh, I was, I was actually even, I was domiciliary parent. So, you know, so I wanted and to make sure. you were that when I met you. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I was, I was domiciliary parent and uh, it was all about my son. Me and my, my crew at the time, uh, and it, it's, it's amazing how that happened. You know, um, they, they had decided, we had decided that we're going to make the move to go to New York mm-hmm. to make the move. We're gonna, it's all or nothing. We're going to make the move. And then I found out we were pregnant. And I was like, wow. So if I leave, that means she's going to be stuck here to raise my son by myself. By herself. Mm-hmm. Ooh. A boy. Ooh, my child. First of all, I didn't know it was a boy. Yeah, you didn't. We didn't know back child. then. My child. Oh, no, we found out. Oh, you did? We found out. Okay. But, when, but I think at that point, we had found out. It was far, it was far enough along. Um, no, 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 no. It happened. And then, then we decided, they were like, well, we as a group, they decided they were going to go. And I could have gone, but I now know that it's a boy. Mm-hmm. I now know, I'm like, well, I got to make a decision. And so I decided to um, not go. And to, instead of go for the R&B route, uh, which was not, which was something that I was doing. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't, uh, it wasn't what... I felt like I, I felt like staying and going into the, the, the traditional music that I was a part of, that I had grown up in, that I was a fourth generation legacy of, that my family is credited with being the first family of the music, that if I just put all my energy and time into that, that I could create a legacy for my son that's way better than going to um, New York and trying to, you know, jump into the music industry and R&B whenever... You know, number one, he'd be here with her. She'd be struggling. And then I'd be struggling up there. Right. Too much struggle in one family. Right. So just know that you single people, whenever you make these choices, when you make a life choice like that, she and I can tell you that you are then faced with another choice. What are you going to do about it? And are you going to be responsible? Or are you going to let somebody else be responsible for your choice completely? Mm-hmm. It was a 200% choice. And now you're going to leave one party to take on 200% of the responsibility. Or if you go 50, 50, 100, either way. I like to say 100, 100, because that shows you how big that really is. So we both decided to take our responsibility and and be that for that child, be there and make sure that we did everything we could, that our children never really Mm -hmm. saw struggle. Question? Answer. What was... What was the conversation when your your family found out that she was pregnant? But you you were twenty. You said twenty four. Yeah, I was 24. yeah, you were grown. Well, twenty three when it happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was what was that conversation? Oh uh, well, that that conversation was very interesting. Um, uh, my dad was like, "Not my grandson, not my grandchild." <laughs> Oh wow! I was like, "Whatever, man." Just, wow. man ain't my grandchild. And I said, "Yeah, you just saying that now." And I understand you just saying that now. You know, I mm-hmm. said, "But it's okay. We're gonna be all right." And and when and when and when they come, we gonna see. Mm-hmm. Keep that same energy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, shoot, man. 
soon as he saw, it was over. Yes. Because he was, he was more, that was his way of showing that he was disappointed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, they, yeah. Yeah, that generation's really, really um No, they 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 cut you deep. <laughs> they cut you deep. They, they say they say some foul stuff to yes. cut you deep. Absolutely. To cut you deep. My mom yeah. was like, oh, okay, great. <laughs> my dad, my dad. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's funny because, yeah. It's funny because you you were a boy, mm-hmm. you know, and he had that was that was his response. It to me. Look like it would. I mean, it seems like it would have been like different, you know. I again, you know, at that age. I mean, wow. I can't tell you. I, I, and you were living on your own. You weren't under their roof. Nope. Wow. Yep. Wow. And as soon you know, just, hey, the the rest of the story is, and then as soon as he was born, oh, everything was about him. <clears throat> everything was about Lil yeah. Sean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You couldn't tell him, <laughs> you know. Mm-mm. Oh, what? Mm-mm. So much so that I'm trying to discipline my child and do exactly to him what my daddy did to me. I'm like, you know, you got to cut this grass. Now we have, I mean, you know, we got a front yard and a backyard. It, you know, the the total lot size is maybe an acre, maybe an acre, but not all of that is grass, right? No. And so, you know, my dad comes up and he's and I had him pushing them over. Now, now this is the same guy. Let me let me backtrack about twenty years. <laughs> so my dad would leave my mom, you know, jobs for me to do in the summertime or or in whenever, right? So this was one fall when the leaves are falling, and we had like a ton of pine trees in the backyard. And daddy was like, he told mama. So every time I wake in the summertime, what was it something? No fall. So yeah, so it's regardless, school, summer, whenever, I had to be busy. That was his job. Mm-hmm. I had to be busy. Mm-hmm. So he was like, hey, you see that? Tell that boy to uh, rake that yard. So she tells me, and I call. I say, hey, man. I said, uh, can I run the mower over? You know, just because just, they just started falling. He says, uh, I said, rake the yard. I said, but dad, you know, I'm going to rake it today and tomorrow it's going to be. See, yeah, but it's going to look good. It's going to look good today. All right. And I went out there and raked those pine needles. Raked those pine needles and, you know, mm-hmm. I raked them. Then sometimes he'd be like, okay, I need you to mow the grass. Don't crank my ride no more. Push. Push. The, I remember those. So I had to push it. I had to push more. Whole yard. And our yard was bigger than the yard that we got here. Right? And I said, Dad, so really? Is this mow broke? Nope. <laughs> Is it broke? Nope. I say push. Okay, cool. So what he what his thing with me was, he was like, when you get a job, you're not going to be able to have this discussion with your mm-hmm, manager. Mm-hmm. It's just not no something questions. you're going to be able to have. So stop mm-hmm, questioning. Mm-hmm. Do what I said. He was he was he attempting was, to train you. He was grooming me. Oh, yes, he was he grooming was. me to be a a a good employee, mm-hmm. a person who understood mm-hmm. authority. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's that and the other, right? You ask why, you know, whatever. Yeah. So I got little Sean. I'm like, hey man, cut that grass. And I got a push mow, and we got St. Augustine grass. Mm. So he's pushing. My dad said, That boy, I'm gonna get that boy out of the yard. So my dad goes out and buys a used riding lawnmower. Sure did. Because he don't want my son pushing. He didn't want that his grandson pushing St. Augustine grass. A lawnmower. <laughs> he sure did. What the hell, man? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> so, 
you know, so that's the end. That's the end story to that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that not his grandson. Um, All I can do is shake my head. I'm right, like, right, right. those grandkids, man. That's- so, so that game back in the day, that was part of the back in the day stories too. Mm-hmm. So your big takeaway from the back of, back in the day was that your parents didn't didn't react the way you wanted them to to a choice that you had yeah. made. Yeah, you know, and and um and realizing that realizing that they really didn't see a great outcome in anybody else in anyone else okay. so they thought that I my I was just doomed <laughs> so so now so now it's true. so now just so it's we can tie true. it back to to the marriage thing yeah. you know as we wrap it's doomed um how did that affect your relationship with me? Well, one thing is that I didn't, after that whole experience, I didn't want to have, you know, any more kids. <laughs> that part. <laughs> the t- that, you know, top that's of the, the top of the list. Yeah. Top of the head, yeah. yep. That, yeah. Top of the list. Yeah. What else? Well, in many in many ways, um, it it kept me because you know you you trust you trust your parents. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you 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 trust you trust them because you know so far they did you know pretty good, but um, I it it after that I wasn't able to trust period, because I felt like I had been abandoned for making, you know, that choice, you know? Um, so, you know, when we got married, those things, they were there, mm-hmm. you know, and I didn't necessarily know that they were there. It took me years to even realize that that's how I felt, you know, that I felt like, um, making 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 a mistake making um a different different choice those things i didn't i i didn't want to disappoint you in a lot of ways i guess maybe hmm. you know um but truly but did, i didn't but didn't really trust me though right not fully right not fully yeah and and you didn't do anything to warrant that you know um so look, let's let's do this. Let's do this. What? That's a great place to stop. And to hear the rest of this mm-hmm. story, you're gonna have to check out next week's episode. Because <laughs> yes. we're gonna we're gonna dive deeper into that mm-hmm. in the next episode. So the takeaway from this is uh what's the takeaway from this episode? I would I would say for for you know, for for parents, um, when your kids, your children, you know, um make choices that are not that you feel that are not best for them um that you you exercise grace you know because you we you know we don't come here knowing everything we mm-hmm. we just don't you know what i'm saying and and what's happened in the past to to a person doesn't mean that it's going to happen you know to your child Right. Or you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, patience and, and, and grace, you know, and give them an opportunity to figure it out, you know, um, without, you know, judging and, and just making them feel less than, you know. And then once you've, once you've been through that situation with your parents, when you get married, understand that, um, your husband or your wife is not your parents. And, that's it. And don't don't relate to them through that filter. Mm-hmm. Figure out a way to to to, to see if, if things that you're relating to them in ways that you're relating to them are ways that you would relate to your parents. Right. And then if you are, then work to fix that. Absolutely. So that y'all can have a better marriage daily. And for this episode, we just gonna wrap it up. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I'm Sean. And I'm V. And this has been the Better Marriage Daily Podcast. Well, we talk about loving each other in spite of each other. Hey, hey, till next time, we'll holla. Bye.